0: Welcome, everybody. Back to the Elephant in the Room podcast. My name is Gustavo, and I'm your host. As, as Of course, let's try that again. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the Elephant in the Room podcast. Today, I changed the environment a little bit. I'm at a park close by to my place. Um, and I was just feeling very, very, very nature-like today. I mean, I feel very much like nature-like, whatever the fuck that means. Um, every single day, but today specifically I was I'm very excited because I'm in a very different place in life. I'm in a whole new chapter. I uh, This is my day three off of weed so far uh, But I want to fill you guys in real quick on how the first three days have gone and I am gonna split these up in terms of uh, releases so this video that I'm recording right the second is for day one i'm gonna make uh i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you guys how i felt on my first day all the goods all the bads and everything in between that and i'm also gonna tell you what you kind of need to do on your end to make sure that you don't fall off the wagon per se um and it's crazy my articulation is so much better already i'm able to finally get shit done in terms of setting things up like this i've been wanting to do stuff like this for a very long time now and Again, for anybody out there who's a weed smoker, you understand very much that no matter how passionate you are about something, there's something about weed that just really takes away your motivation and takes away your drive more than anything. Because you have motivation, but you don't have the drive to get up and execute on things. And so now that I'm on, you know, quote unquote, the greener side, um, where the grass is greener, I definitely am already seeing the differences and that's the thing too It's insane because I've always been somebody who was able to execute a lot of things that I've been wanting to do in my life in the past I've never been that person to be afraid to take risks and Take that jump Um, As I always say, you know, I've always I've always liked being that person who jumps off the cliff and builds the plane on the way down Uh, That's just kind of how I roll to an extent. There's a lot of negative things that have come with it, but it's never been something that I've <clears throat> had to stop doing because clearly my abilities match my ability, my my level of risk that I take. And so here I am at 26 years old, now trying to quit weed to uh, change the direction of my life, if you will. Um, I wanna start off actually by saying, first of all, congratulations for being here. The, f- the first step is recognizing there's a problem to be fixed. A lot of people out there who are addicted to things, doesn't no matter what it is, it could be weed, it could be alcohol, it could be, for some people, pornography, it could be even just sex in itself. Um, even people who go to the gym for three hours a day, you know, a lot of people will say that it's for good reason, but realistically, a lot of people will do it for also negative reasons. Uh, maybe things at home aren't great, and you you, you know, you find a, a home in the gym um even people who go for runs i've met people who go for like three runs a day it's like why do you need to go for three runs a day that's not healthy um and so (laughs) that's actually not good uh and they do it consistently right like if it's something you do i want to do three three runs a day today and then you don't do it again for a few weeks that's a different story but there are people out there who really exercise for the sake of just running away from the reality that they live in and so Almost anything out there can be addicting. Obviously, sugar—sugar sugar is a real addiction. I think a lot of us actually are addicted to sugar without even realizing it. Um, there are so many things out there that really cause a problem in our lives on a daily basis, and this isn't even talking about insecurities and trauma. Right now, I'm talking about just even even the chemical changes that happen in your brain, because that really is how it goes. Uh, your brain literally changes as you as you start implementing new. New ingredients in your food as you start trying different things in your life that pertain certain chemicals, you're you literally start adapting. Like the human being is one of the most adaptable beings that exist out there. Man, like I said, I'm in the forest, so there's gonna be fucking bugs left and right that I have to brush off. Like, this is crazy. This I love nature, but sometimes it pisses me the fuck off. Um, and in between all that, you know. It's it's never a matter of like, oh, just push away everything that's unhealthy. Like you don't have to, right? A lot of us the problem the problem with addiction is that a lot of us just don't even acknowledge that we don't have control over it. Nobody's saying you even have to stop doing it. This is this is actually where things get really interesting. Nobody says you have to quit alcohol. Nobody says you have to quit weed. Nobody says you have to quit going to the gym. Well, I mean, nobody should ever quit going to the gym. Um, nobody says you should quit uh I was going to say pornography, but to be honest, pornography, everybody really is better off without it completely, like 100%. Um, but even if you don't, right, um, the point I'm trying to get out of here is that you don't have to quit these things completely, but you need to acknowledge that you are not in control. You need to acknowledge that doing these things on a daily basis, no matter what you're doing, out of all the things that I mentioned, and I'm sure the list goes on, um, it's a matter of having control over it. Does it come to you or do you go to it, right? And so the idea behind uh the cleanse of quitting something like for me i'd be lying if i said i'm never gonna smoke weed again that is just a plain lie and i'm not gonna sit here and say that i know for a fact i'm gonna smoke weed again in fact i don't want to quit weed permanently i don't want to because weed especially um is actually something that helps me i have adhd um and i'm not one of those people who just says they have adhd i actually was diagnosed with adhd from very early in my life And by the way, I'm speaking so fast and all these things that I'm sure people will notice about me over time as they get to know me. People can tell that I'm somebody who has ADHD. Now, does it come from a place of, like, I wanted to suppress my ADHD with weed? No, not at all. Uh, Did it start off that way? Yes. You know, weed was something that slowed me down and it allowed me to think about my things and, you know, my decisions in life and where it is that I want to take – what direction i want to head into when it comes to i guess life um and so weed was something that allowed me to focus on one thing at a time and anybody out there who also have has adhd add um even people who have like you know um i'm not fully educated on these things but asperger's uh uh autism down syndrome uh there's a lot of things out there that cannabis specifically marijuana, weed, a.k.a. Mary Jane. It's very, bene- very beneficial, extremely bene- beneficial. Um, and the best of all is that it's not chemically created. It's just something that is grown organically. There are certain ingredients you have to mix, of course, but it's grown in a way that it's actually okay for the body to in- digest, if you will. Again, I'm also not an entirely full-on... I I wanna make it very clear before I continue. I am no expert in any of these areas. I'm no expert in fighting addiction. I'm no expert in cannabis. I'm no expert in fucking life for it, uh, if you will. So I wanna make it that disclaimer real quick before somebody out there tries to fucking cancel me for one thing I said. Um, I'm no expert. This is my vlog of my experiences so far. And based on the education that I've received and education that I've given myself, I wanna give you advice for anybody out there who feels like they resemble with the same way that I think, the kind of energy that I portray, and just overall where I want to take life in general, right? So yeah, as I was saying, thank you for being here. Congratulations for making that taking that first step and at least recognizing that there's something out there that you need to fix. Um, whatever thing that may be, doesn't matter. I'm going to speak in general terms so that it can apply to everybody out there. So let's get into it. Day one. Again, like I said, I'm on day three right now, but I'm going to I'm gonna dissect these differently because I know if there's somebody out there who's already, who's only just starting off and I start posting day one, two, and three in the same episode, it's going to mess up your progress. And so I'm going to start, this is for the first episode. I'm going to start off by telling you guys how I felt in the first day, okay? Day one. Day one was definitely very difficult, uh, but at the same time, very easy. And I'll explain what I mean by that. Very difficult because it's the first day that you're kind of starting to mourn. And what that means is that you're kind of – this is the first day that you need to – come on, man. This is the first day um, that you are going to acknowledge to yourself and make that first step into acknowledging that you need to make a change. And you're going to feel amazing because your mental switches over to whatever the sober mentality is. <laughs> it's funny. A lot of you will feel from day one that you're already – so much better. You already feel like you can conquer the world and it's amazing. You know, you have your little cravings, but it's day one, so your motivation is at its peak. And so you don't really even think about the triggers. You just worry about getting through the day and just, oh my God, here we go, it's exciting. And that really is the case, and that's the best part of it. However, there also will be parts that makes it a little bit difficult, specifically because of the fact that you're gonna have downtime here and there, specifically at the end of the day, once you're winding down from a long day at work, whatever it is you were doing throughout the day, now you're gonna get back home. You're gonna start unwinding, and that's where it gets a little bit tricky now, because now, for a lot of us weed smokers, especially, and obviously, I, I know I said I'm gonna keep this in general terms, but obviously, I, I do wanna, I'm, I am gonna mention some things here and there specifically to cannabis, because that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at right now. And uh, for anybody out there who doesn't know, I'm from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And so here especially, cannabis has become a very, very big problem in terms of uh, it's legal. There is literally a store, if not two, in every single corner out there in the city. Um, Obviously, that's a bit of exaggeration. But to be honest, not really. Can you fuck off mate? Trying to do a podcast here. Sorry, guys. Mosquito came by. And so it makes it very, very tricky to, um, (laughs) it makes it very tricky uh, for anybody out there who's also in Canada specifically, because at this point, I'm pretty sure weed is legal in every part of Canada. Um, And if not, then maybe a very small percentage of Canada still doesn't have it legally. Um, It's very difficult to fight off habits that pertain to weed when weed is so easily accessible. It's funny for me, I only got into the weed after the pandemic. Uh, Sorry, when the pandemic first started, that was the only thing that really got me to that level because of the fact that I had... First of all, weed had just become legal. Now we were all stuck in a hole where we had no choice but to um, sit in our corner and think about our lives and our problems and our actions and this and this and that. It's funny, I feel like we all just got sent to the corner and you know we were grounded for for a couple of years. That's kind of how everybody perceives it but it definitely makes it very difficult to stay focused on good habits when you're coming out of a place that lived and completely was fueled off of bad habits right we all started smoking weed in every aspect of our lives every time we go for a walk every time we'd before we'd eat before we'd go to bed before we'd watch a movie before we go for a bike ride can you excuse me Excuse me. Thank you. Hello. You're in my way. Sorry, guys. Um, Before we do every single habit out there, it definitely becomes very, very difficult to now get out of that. And so going back to what I was saying is you're back home now late at night. This is going to where it's going to get a little difficult in day one. That first night, good luck falling asleep. OK, <laughs> it's fucking difficult. Going to sleep, if you're somebody who usually goes to sleep after being high, once the high is wearing off, we naturally get tired. Um, there's actually a reason for that and I'll touch on that in a second. <clears throat> People think that it's because weed relaxes you so much that you actually get ex- that you get tired. That's like the reality on the exterior is that, but the reality interior is actually not that. You're not relaxed at all. If anything your body actually went through a bit of a trauma, if you will. And that's why it's exhausted and that's why you can fall asleep so easily. Um, but Again, with everything that comes with it, day one is, it's a 50-50. It's again, very easy, but also very difficult because you're now just entering a new stage in your life. Falling asleep that night is gonna be very difficult. For some of you, I would recommend maybe drinking some tea. Find whatever, whatever natural, guys. Keep in mind, okay, if you're gonna substitute, if you're gonna substitute, fucking hell. If you're gonna substitute weed with another thing that is bad for you, then you're not really fixing the problem here, right? And so I want everybody to focus here. If you're going to find something to sub in, right, per se, make sure that it's an organic and healthy option. As in like, great, I can't fall asleep. Don't take melatonin, okay, personally. I, I, I'm not too educated on melatonin, but anything that has a scientific name is probably not a good idea is what I'm trying to get at. Drink tea, herbal tea. Uh, go for a run right before bed. Go for a run. Exhaust yourself. Do some sort of exercise. These are things that naturally will get you in in, in a state. Uh, breath work. There's a lot of different types of breathing techniques out there that actually make you tired. <laughs> hard find it, you know whether you find it hard to believe or not. But there are a lot of different techniques out there that I can actually naturally get you in a state where you can fall asleep easier. Okay, and that's that's day one in terms of sleeping. You're not going to necessarily experience too many uh, jitters not necessarily depends on how much you smoke personally i didn't really go through a crazy amount of um jitters and what i mean by jitters it means that your body your hands are shaking uh you know you're a lot more reactive in terms of your emotion right like this is something you want that you got to prepare for uh i guess i can kind of dive into that now things to prepare for moving forward is your jitters are only going to get a little bit worse as time goes on however overnight almost by the time you reach like day I wanna say day like six or so, six onwards, it's 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 actually crazy. Almost overnight, you kind of, that anxiety feeling starts going away. And uh, so you just gotta be a little bit patient. It will get a lot easier. But at the same time, it is very difficult nonetheless. Um, your emotions are gonna be scattered as fuck, okay? What I mean by this is the littlest thing, the smallest little thing out there is gonna piss you off to levels that you normally don't get. Pissed off too, because sorry, I just slapped the shit out of some beetle. That was insane. You're gonna, your emotions are gonna fluctuate back and forth very, very quickly and very sensitively. And so, this is, this is, uh, on the exterior, this is a bad thing because everybody around you, for your friends, your family, your coworkers, any person that you talk to that you interact with in the street they're all going to look at you like you are some madman like they're going to be like what is wrong with this brother with this person um that's okay so just make sure that the biggest thing of all is communication make sure that you tell your friends make sure you tell your family that if like hey listen i'm quitting weed and these are some of the things that will come with it so if i get pissed off at you very quickly or if i start crying all of a sudden or if i'm just extremely happy but the next thing you know i'm angry again don't take it personally just understand that it's a chemical reaction uh that it's a it's a it's a a literal literal internal change that is happening as we speak um and you know it's just something you're gonna have to bear with and the reason this happens real quick i want to throw out there the reason this happens is because your body starts adapting to a new environment internally the second that you take out a substance that is part of your body on a daily basis you naturally will now start reacting to it whenever you stop Right. And so it's funny, even for me, something as little as taking vitamin B B complex and vitamin D, the days that I don't take those two supplements, I am Well, vitamin B complex uh, increases your energy levels. And so that's for one. And vitamin D, we all know, affects plenty of different things. Um, but the days that I don't take those two supplements, I notice a difference in my body. I'm a little more reactive in certain areas. My energy levels are a little bit lower, even though I'm doing the same thing that I normally do. And in terms of vitamin D, I actually noticed if I go like a day or two without taking my vitamin D supplement, I uh, my skin gets a little itchy. I also struggle to maybe fall asleep at night or something. It's it's a little. It's so hard to tell exactly what happens, but you have to understand that weed, especially cannabis, is something that, or for anybody out there, alcohol. It could be it could, it could be a glass of wine even something that you digest on a daily basis is going to have these jitters whenever you stop taking them. And just understand that what the process of that is. The reason that your body's shaking is not because you're about to have some sort of seizure or you're about to have a heart attack of some sort. That's not what the case is at all. What's happening here is your body is just going through the process now of transitioning. It's readapting to the new environment you've set for it. And so, This is all completely normal. And uh, yeah, so that's a bit more on day one. Uh, What else do I want to talk about? This is all pretty casual. I didn't really create a script or anything for this. Right away, you're going to feel a difference in terms of your focus. Uh, Your energy levels will be up. You will be a lot more in execution mode. Normally, the things that you would put off, you're going to get up and do it almost right away, which is very beautiful. The fact that we can tap into that almost from day one. Um, actually definitely from day one. Again, it all depends on how much you do it, right? If you're somebody who downs three backwards of a full gram each on a single day, then yo, get ready. Cause the withdrawals are going to be pretty insane. You know, it's going to be pretty heavy. Luckily for me at this point in my life, I've only been smoking late at night and I've only been smoking like, I would say even half of a half gram. So for me, quitting weed has not been an insane process so far. What the hell, man? Like, they come right at you. It's crazy. These mosquitoes, they're so brave. It's insane. Um. Right now, it hasn't been that hard. Keep in mind, though, in the past, I have quit weed in the past. Uh, that lasted two weeks. One time I went a month and a half. And in those times, I was smoking a lot. Like what I just said, I was smoking like two backwards a day uh, of a full gram each. And so it was quite a bit of, you know, Cannabis to withdraw from my body, and so just be ready for it. be ready for it. You know, the more you consumed in in the past, however many years you've been been doing this, the harder this is gonna be. I'm just gonna be straight up with you guys. I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything. I'm gonna tell you in full honesty that this is gonna be hard in in terms of that. Um, and so if you're somebody who usually drinks two, three glasses of wine or whiskey, uh, I know a lot of men out there just sip on whiskey, which is which is you know it's cool and all. It's very casual. You're just sipping, you know. There's nothing wrong with it. No harm. But the reality is, there is harm in it because, again, it's 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 a hab- habitual thing. Anything that becomes a habit, it will it will have a toll on your body the second you decide to change that. And so, it's just worth acknowledging it. And the reason why I'm saying specifically that it's worth acknowledging it, and I'm saying literally look at yourself in the mirror, and be like, yo, this is going to be hard, okay? The reason that this... That is specifically so important. Like, don't just sneak it to yourself. You got to literally say it to yourself, it's going to be difficult. The reason this is important is because you have to make the conscious... The conscious... um, What's the word? I'm blanking out for a second. The conscious uh admittance that this will be difficult. And so what happens now is your brain almost gets in like war mode. Like it gets... It, it prepares itself for what's to come. And... I'm sure a lot of you will hear this fucking train that just started passing by. And I believe this train has like 100 rails, so it might be there for a little bit. As long as you can hear my voice, I will definitely edit the audio after this, um, but it shouldn't be too much of a problem. I'm keeping the microphone nice and close. But yes, so you have to literally, guys, you have to talk to yourself out loud into the mirror. I'm telling you, it makes a massive difference because you are speaking to, like one thing is how you think it, and another and another is when you speak out the words, you're creating almost like an energy field around you through your words. The universe collects that energy, creates an aura around you, and it actually helps you move forward. And I know that this is all like, wee, 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 spirituality. Like, I know it sounds ridiculous to a lot of you, but I promise you guys, I've applied this in so many different areas in my life. It really makes a massive difference. Think about it right now. And if you wanna know for sure, why is it that the number one of everything out there, the number one of every category out there, whether it comes to sports, technology the number one when it comes to um science all these people they all talk about the power of manifestation they all talk about the power that it has with saying things out loud to yourself even in the mirror that makes a massive difference and i am at 26 i can already completely confirm this is true i can already completely tell you that this is how it works um and Maybe there is something special about it. Maybe, maybe just by seeing it out loud, you hear it for yourself. And then for some reason, that, that just adds now an extra layer of motivation and drive. I don't know. I don't know what, how it works. All I know is that it works. So this all pertains to day one, because the way you start is the most important, guys. In day one, I would also encourage a lot of you to go out and create some good habits. Literally, like if, if day one you're, you're, that, you, that you're stopping smoking, it, you can go two ways. You can either carry on as usual, Don't even change anything. Go on your work, you know. Go on about your day. Go to work. Come home. You know, like eat your meals, whatever. Like you can do that if you think that you're you're capable of just kind of you know, moving on with your life and just taking out this one aspect. Or what you could do is the first day that you want to quit whatever it is you're quitting, you can try and take the approach of you know maybe take that day off from work or maybe start on the weekend. And that day specifically. What I would say is jot down now. What are the triggers? What are the triggers out there that make you want to smoke weed? Mm-hmm. What are now the things that you can substitute? So, for example, I want to I want to make this as practical as possible, right? For myself, uh, I can't lie. I was a a smoker, even while driving. I can't lie to you guys. Even while driving, I was smoking weed, and it became a habit for me. Every time I got in my car, if wherever I was driving to was more than like thirty minutes, um and and it was actually pretty often, actually, um, I would say, oh, wow, okay, that's perfect. I can smoke for, like, 15, 20 minutes. Uh, well, you know, the smoking part is really is only five minutes, but I can smoke for five minutes, and then I have 25 minutes to enjoy the rest of the drive, nice and high, listen to music, enjoy the weather. Usually it's nice weather out. You know what I mean? Like, there were a lot of things that created this habit, and it made it so hard to let go of. Um, and it's it, it's again it's just a matter of acknowledging where these habits are that's one thing that for me was a thing and i know a lot of smokers out there driving is also one of them you as soon as you get in the car you start driving um it's funny i would always make sure that i only start smoking on the highway because that's when the cops can't necessarily uh smell because there's so many cars on the highway and you're going so fast there's no way a cop police officer could ever um <laughs> Could I ever smell it or even see you doing it. It's it's pretty crazy. I would find ways to make sure that I didn't get caught or nothing. It's it was very unsustainable. Uh, by the way, like I'm not saying this proudly. I'm saying this as in like, what the hell was I thinking? And it's crazy. I did this for I don't know how many years now since the pandemic. Um, so three years now, 2020, yeah, give or take. So it was crazy. Uh, eventually another another habit that I created. Uh, any sort of nature activity, whether I go, I would go for a walk at a park, ride my bike somewhere, doesn't matter where, um, if I would spend a day out just doing things like anything I would do, even if I went to like a festival, any sort of festival any, and anything that was outdoors, essentially, I would have joints on me. And at any point, whenever I felt like it, which is usually pretty early on, I would just light one, whatever, put sunglasses on to make sure that nobody knows I'm high and just walk around the world high as fuck and enjoying life for what it was. And listen, I can't deny that those moments were amazing. Like, it's it's so much fun to just be high and doing shit. And trust me, guys, I understand. It, it, that was probably one of the hardest things for me. It's like, oh, but it's not like I'm one of those people who's smoking to get away from my problems or I'm smoking because I'm so angry and I can't get out of my anger and so I need to smoke to get out of it. Like, I was never one of those people. I never smoked for those reasons. For me, it literally was only recreational. Um, sorry, that's not true. Not only recreational, but it mainly was about recreation. And... It just made it so difficult to let go of these habits because I was so stuck on the idea of that it was I was just having fun. I was just having fun. I'm, I'm a young guy. I'm having fun. I like what weed does for me. This and this and that. But in between all that, there was always I can almost say safely in every occasion there was always something negative that would happen, whether it is maybe an interaction that I had with a person that went south because I was high or maybe I'm coming off the high. Or maybe I got hurt somehow physically. Maybe I thought I was high and so I tried some shit and I thought that I would be okay. But in reality, because I was high, I wasn't able to realize that I actually was not okay to do this thing. And so I ended up getting hurt. Um, there are so many little things that can happen throughout the day that actually come out to be a negative, And I can safely say that it was because I was high. And that's just the reality, right? Um, I'm just looking at the time. I'm coming up on 27 minutes so far. I want to keep each episode about 30 minutes. So I'm going to talk a for another three minutes and leave it at that. But yeah and so these are little things that you kind of you kind of have to keep in mind write down all the triggers write down what are the main areas that you normally like to smoke weed (coughs) and by doing this you're acknowledging guys there's so much power and strength and willpower that you build through just acknowledgement when you acknowledge that these are triggers now what happens is when you get into the car and you start driving or when you go for that walk Or when you go for that bike ride or when you go to that festival and the second you think about smoking weed right away, the other side of you is going to be like, wait, wait, wait. remember, this is a trigger. We acknowledge this already. So if you decide to smoke, you're going to be going against your own acknowledgement here, your own awareness. Do you want to do that? Right. Because it's very easy to fall into habits when you haven't even acknowledged it. That's that's a different story. Oh, I can't quit smoking weed. Well, why do you do it? I don't know. I just smoke. Every time I drive, I start smoking. And they're, they're like, they don't even realize that the driving is what's doing it. Every time you drive, you want to smoke weed. Well, there you go. Have you even thought about that? And they're like, oh, I didn't even think about that. It's like, that's the point. You have to acknowledge it. And that's how you take, that's how you start taking control back. So that's the first step um, is jot down your things. The second thing that I would say do on this day is maybe create now, sorry, not maybe, definitely create now the good habits that can sub into it for example for me now every time i drive and i want to smoke i have a little fidget spinner (laughs) i literally carry a a blue fidget spinner with me sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't for the most part right now i've been okay i haven't even had to use the fidget spinner again i had already lowered the amount that i was smoking um and uh so by this point i don't need like i don't have the cravings as much as i usually do but that's one thing. Another thing you can do, um, I think it worked for somebody else, is you put a lollipop. Just eat a lollipop. Every time you get in the car and you're about to drive, eat a lollipop. Now, the only issue with that now is that you're kind of intaking sugar, which is another problem in itself. So personally, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend a lollipop. What I would recommend instead is maybe like a toothpick. Meddle with a toothpick. Just put a toothpick in your mouth and just start meddling with it. Like I, I usually play around with it with my tongue, I'll just like flip it back and forth. It just keeps you busy. It keeps your your organs focused on something, your brain focused on something. And so that's kind of the idea is substitute the bad habit with a good habit. Even if it's the same thing, your the habit is the action that is negative to your life. And so driving is not a habit. Driving is a necessity. We need to drive. So that's not a habit. The habit is smoking weed while driving. So substitute that with a fidget spinner in your hand or a toothpick in your mouth or whatever. Remember, this may not be the end be all. Like this may not be like, oh, ever since I started putting toothpicks in my mouth, I never smoke while driving. This might be just half the battle for you, but it's at least worth trying is my point. And as I release more episodes and I start talking more about all this stuff, I, of course, will uh, provide more ideas as I start learning more things about myself and other people around us. Um, That's the second thing. And... Implement new things as in like maybe don't eat by a certain time. Like maybe you should have dinner by a certain time because a lot of us weed smokers will have dinner like eight, nine o'clock. We'll smoke weed. Guess what happens now? The bad habit is when we're high, we get hungry again because we get the munchies. So Uber Eats comes out. We order some large fries, a McFlurry maybe, maybe a little cheeseburger on the side. (laughs) This is the bad habit. And this is the thing about weed too, right? A lot of people, I want to mention real quick, a lot of people don't realize, but another thing about weed is it's not even necessarily like the weed smoking. It's actually what else happens now. Because I don't know about you guys, but for me, weed smoking also now pushed me towards a bad diet. Like I was eating the wrong foods, inflammatory foods, all these greasy burgers, fucking anything you name it like it doesn't even matter like anything that's bad for you is exactly what you want when you are uh high and so this is the thing yo it is hot as fuck out here this is today's like the weather is like 33 degrees humidity's high so i'm like sweating guys um so that's the thing right like and then now we end up sleeping later than than we wanted to now the next morning we're exhausted we can barely get off our beds because you know, we like we smoked maybe late late until night. Now the next morning, like sometimes some of us even miss our alarms. We we now we're late to work, and all of it is just because we smoke weed. That's it. So, to leave you off with this, substitute the bad habits with the good habits. That's those are a couple ideas of what to do. If anybody out there at any point, you you don't feel like something was clear that I mentioned, and you need more information or more whatever. Please, guys, my email is attached to the bio of the podcast channel. Um, it's also on my Instagram. I will also put it. I will also put it in the description of each episode that I release. Email me. Um, And let's just talk. Let's just talk. Like, ask me some more questions. Like, hey, what else do you think I should do in this term or whatever? Like, again, I'm no expert, but I can tell you guys that I've spent many, many hours researching how many different ways that somebody can quit something. The first thing I can tell you right now, right off the bat, before you even try to quit weed. And I'm going to tell you right now, if if you haven't done this, I literally will tell you to not even watch any more episodes that I've released and go do this first. Your environment is everything. Discipline is only half the work. You cannot get to discipline if your environment is going to completely negate the discipline. What I mean by this is the following. If you're working a job that you literally are miserable in that you hate with your life. You can't wait to get off at five o'clock or whatever time you get off because you can't wait to smoke that spliff. Think about it. The only reason that you want to smoke so badly is because of this job that you hate so much. So what I'm trying to get at here is your discipline of building around these bad habits and creating good habits instead and quitting the bad ones will only go as far as the environment that you're around 24/7. Maybe the home you live in, maybe you need to move the fuck out. And I get it. I guys, I've been there. You know, I mean, I love my family. I mom, shout out to mom. Like I love you with my life. My my sisters, my my uncle, everybody out there that I that I love. I love you all, but unfortunately, the way that the environment was there, I had to move out it just wasn 't for me i I was onto different things. I had a different mentality that I wanted to tap into and unfortunately, while I was in that environment it just it, there was just something there i can 't even pinpoint exactly what it was, but there was something there that was that was kind of holding me back and so that 's something that I encourage uh, i 've had jobs in the past that i 've had to leave. I actually started a company with a friend of mine that we ran for about four years um called quantum shout out quantum shut up my ex-partner um and i had to leave that too because that whole that whole thing that whole thing was established around an environment that i created from my insecurities which, which came from my traumas and now fast forward four years later my eyes finally open and i'm like oh shit okay i need to i need to get out of here you know um and it was all me. It was all my own doing. And so, guys, that's another thing I want to say before you even continue this journey of quitting anything, fix your environment. If you're dating the wrong person, okay, that's a big one. Relationships are massive. If you're with the wrong person, guys, come to terms with it. Understand that that's just the reality. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. And just understanding that maybe you love this person, but maybe they're not the right partner for, the right partner for you. And that's two different stories. You can love somebody. <laughs> it's funny, that whole that whole saying, if you love somebody, let them go. That's actually so true, because you know for me, my ex, I love her with everything like I like that was one of the hardest decisions I had to make for myself in my life, but at the end of the day, the environment that we created was just not what I wanted in my life, and you know it's it's funny actually, now that it's been some time, I look back and I just realized that overall, as partners, we weren't compatible and Could that be permanent? Not necessarily. We could work on things, but now it just comes down to the beliefs of each person, right? If they don't want to sacrifice their beliefs and I don't want to sacrifice mine, then we have to just say, okay, you know, have a nice life. I'll see you around. That's just the reality. And so, again, I'll leave it off at this because I've thrown a lot at you for the first episode, but fix your environments. That's the number one thing. Um, which doesn't happen overnight, it takes time. You can't just quit your job and go find a new one. Obviously, you can. I mean, that's what I fucking did, but that's just me. I don't suggest anybody out there, learn what you're capable of. I'm somebody that can do that. I, I, like I said, I like jumping off the cliff and building my plane on the way down because I actually just thrive in that. I thrive in urgency. I thrive in pressure. And so I can do that, but not everybody out there is built that way. And so for anybody out there who has those environments, write them down. Go to a park, sit in silence Don't even put headphones in and listen to nothing Just sit in silence Write down all these things in your environment That you're not happy with And slowly but steady, change them And I promise you guys The reason that I can quit at this level And not even feel all these crazy cravings And whatever Is because I've gotten myself to this point I had to make so many changes before I got to my point Where I was like, okay, now I can quit cold turkey Quitting cold turkey will only go as far If you hate your life Quitting cold turkey will last you three days, and then you're going to give in again. And we all know when we try to quit cold turkey and we're not in the right environment, what happens when you finally pick up that thing again? You do it triple the amount now. You do it You do it even more than you did before because it's almost like you missed it. You had to make up for it almost. And I know I'm, I'm touching home for a lot of people here. So focus on your environment. That's the first step. And then everything else that I just said up until now, we're at minute 37. I'm seven minutes over. That happens that happens with somebody like me, <laughs> ADHD again. I guess I just have a lot to say, but focus on your environment. That's the number one priority I can tell you right now. Uh, but at the end of the day, everything else that I said, of course, if you are ready to quit, everything I said earlier in this episode is definitely applicable. There is more to talk about, and I will talk about more stuff as the episodes go on. But for now, thank you for joining me in this first episode of this new segment, which uh, we will call, let's see, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make up the name on the spot right here. <clears throat> We're gonna call the segment um, Hmm. <laughs> it's funny, um, it's funny. I don't even wanna cut this off. I'm definitely gonna leave all of this, but I'm just talking now to not have it be fully silenced, but we are gonna call this jumping off the cliff segments um. Let's jump off the cliff. I think that that resembles, uh, it's funny, I've said it already a couple times in my saying, and I think that actually resembles what quitting cold turkey is, right? It's as if you were so comfortable in where you're at, and then all of a sudden you jump. That's really what quitting cold turkey is. And so this is day one, no weed. This is the first episode of Jumping Off the Cliff. And in the Elephant in the Room podcast, of course. My name again is Gustavo. I'm your host and your partner in crime your accountability partner. Remember guys, one day at a time. One fucking day at a time. Don't think about how great it's gonna feel in day 100. No, 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 fuck that. It will feel amazing, but you're not there yet. One day at a time. Right now, focus on day one. Like, look me in the fucking eye, okay? One day at a time. (laughs) I know we all do this, okay? We all talk about today, but we're already thinking about day five. No, 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 just focus on today. Next thing you know, it'll be day seven and you didn't even take it in, right? So just trust me on this one day at a time. I'm here for you. You have my email. Message me on Instagram if you want. Let's do this. Let's do this right. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace out.